0: I feel weird asking someone who had a colon cancer diagnosis to eat spicy Mexican food. I mean, like, <laughs> um, James, here's a little
1: secret you don't know about me yet, but I don't have a colon. <laughs> okay,
0: so let's, let's, let's do this thing. <laughs> Giddy up.
2: It's car con carne.
1: Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne.
0: Right. It is Car Con Carne, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car. That car is my Mazda 3. I'm James Van Ostel. joined in the back seat by Chris, a member of the King and Cash Tribute Band. Hello, everybody. Can you say <laughs> hi? I'm Johnny Cash.
2: Hi, I'm Johnny Cash.
0: That's fantastic. Okay, and uh, Dan, your role uh, as it relates to this podcast, this show, um, you are what in relation to Gildas Club? Uh, Well, James, uh, my name is Dan Olis, and I am
1: president of the associate board for Gilda's Club Chicago. And Gilda's Club Chicago was established to provide cancer support services uh, to not only those who are diagnosed with cancer, but those who are caring for people diagnosed with cancer.
0: All right. And we are here to talk about Gilda Palooza, the annual event which is coming up on which date? Um, It's at July 7th uh, at Columbia Yacht Club. Right on. Okay, so and uh, Chris will be performing as Johnny Cash. And your involvement, Dan, and I should mention we're at Lazo's Tacos. There's so much to cover here. Lazo's Tacos in, I guess this is the border of Wicker. Kind of Logan's Kind of Logan. Square, Logan also kind of on the border, like Bucktown, I think it's like right across Armitage. Right,
1: right across from um, uh, Margie's Candies.
0: Right, Exactly right. Uh, so we're sitting here on Western Avenue in front of Lazo's Tacos. Dan, your involvement with Gilda's Club came about how?
1: Well, James, uh, I was diagnosed with uh, stage four colon cancer in two thousand and seven. So, leading up to that, how did you you knew something was wrong, James? Uh, you know what? I, I really wasn't feeling very well. Um, I was having stomach troubles, to be completely honest with you, and I thought it was stress related. I thought I had an ulcer, and finally, it had gotten so bad that uh, I, I actually went and saw a doctor and uh they did the uh the tests. I had a colonoscopy. and uh and I'll never forget the day that the doctor came in and said, uh, "You know, I can't believe I'm telling you this, but it's cancer
0: and how old were you because you're a young guy
1: i was thirty seven years old, and uh, I was telling Chris uh when I was first diagnosed thirty seven years old i was the uh, I was the youngest guy in the room with colon cancer, but by the time I finished all my treatments and stuff, uh there were kids in their twenties getting uh diagnosed with uh with colon cancer so
0: so it's was a it you get the diagnosis. Was it one of those things where, like, all the color drains out of your surroundings? You, like, time moves in slow motion.
1: Uh, James, it's really bizarre. Uh, they come in and and they tell you you have cancer, and then they walk out the door, and you're left sitting there going, you know, is that what I just heard? Oh so, man, yeah, it was. Uh, it was fairly traumatic, and, and and you know that's what led me to uh, a number of of support groups because. You know, I really didn't have anybody to talk to. Uh, There wasn't anybody in my family that was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, My friends, you know, I didn't have any friends with any cancer diagnosis. So there's a
0: lot of people saying, yeah, that sucks, dude, but that's about as far as it could go. Like, they were supportive and...
1: Well, yeah, I I was telling Chris, uh, you know, everybody wants to tell you how good you look. And, uh, you know, and and it's done with the best intentions, but really, you know, you don't look very good. (laughs) You look like you have cancer. So, um, Gilda's place is—it's is, um, a—it's kind of a, a safe house where where people can go. Um, nobody tells you you look great. Nobody tells you you're going to beat this disease. Um, they're there to support you, to answer questions. Um, you know, one of the uh, one of the mottos at, at Gilda's Club is, you know, we let the doctors take care of the body, and Gilda's Club takes care of your mind.
0: So, and Gilda, the namesake, Gilda, Gilda Radner. Mm-hmm,
1: correct. Right.
0: So. Th- this was inspired by her or
1: it, it, it was um you know gilda was was diagnosed with uh, ovarian cancer and uh she went through a, a very a very uh drawn out period uh that she battled the the disease and she realized that there wasn't a good place where she could just kind of hang out with other people that understood what was going on to her people that understood you know the, the challenges of um, going through the, uh, the the chemo regimens and, 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 you know, just how crummy that you feel and, and people that you can commiserate with. Everybody wanted to tell her how good she looked and, and you know, you're going to be just fine. So um, subsequently, after she passed, uh, her friends created Gilda's Club. And the first one was in New York City um, and then Chicago and then spread across the country. And now uh, we're in, uh, we have 50 Gilda's Clubs around the country. Um, in the Chicago area, we're located at uh, 537 North Wells Street downtown. Um, also at uh, Northwestern Hospital, Rush, Advocate, uh, Children's Hospital.
0: And is the price of admission just a diagnosis, really? Uh, yeah, it is.
1: Um, uh, it is. It's kind of a steep price if you ask yeah. some people. But um, yeah, all of our services are completely free of charge. Um, you know, we, we hosted, uh, you know, we had 8,000 8, new members last year. Uh, they attended 30,000 different uh, activities at the club. Um, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on there. Um, we operate on a shoestring budget, um, you know, just... It's a not-for-profit, I think. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a total not-for-profit, but um, equally as important, we were judged in 2015 to be one of the top, uh, top charities in Chicago by Chicago Magazine, and we're a two-time uh, winner of a four-star charity. So um, we're managed very well. Um, just about every 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 cent of every dollar that you donate to Guild this club, goes right to the bottom line into helping people with cancer.
0: Well, here's the thing. Everyone, everyone knows someone or has been touched by cancer. Right, right, absolutely. So the value of having this club in Chicago, as embracing as it is, I, I think can't be overstated. Uh,
1: James, you know what? Um, I, I attended uh, the group sessions at Gillis Club for for many many years, and you know I would see people that would travel from the suburbs to come downtown for the group meetings, travel through rain and snow, and sit on the Kennedy for hours in traffic people that would would literally get limbs cut off during the week and then show up next week in their group meetings just because you know it it's it was that important to them the, the, the level of services and 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 what it did for them it was so very important that they wouldn't miss it no matter what so when did you step into kind of this this
0: significant role with the club
1: well, James, um, you know, after going through what I, what I went through, and, and to be honest with you, they gave me a 12% chance of, of living five years. So, <laughs> yeah, at, at, at that point, I was was kind of a wreck. Um, but uh, after going through that and, and seeing everything going on at the club and the good that it's doing for so many people, and, and again, um, what, what hey, makes I've this, got yeah. to interrupt you. I,
0: I appreciate everything you're saying. Sure. I, I, I'm stuck on the 12% chance. I mean i can't imagine like i'm still trying to process what it would be like if i had that same yeah you know what though james
1: um the the good thing about it is i was kind of young and dumb (laughs) so you you know what they they told me i had a 12 percent chance of living five years and you were just like you know come on you know let's be serious um um, being naive really, really kind of helped me. It, you know, <laughs> oh, f- finally in a you know in a good way. It, it, was, it was very uh, beneficial to me. So, um,
0: you know, you just sorry to throw you off your rhythm, but I really I, I had a really hard time processing that. You
1: know what? The, the, there were times where you know you're you're sitting out in California on the cliff and you're going, you know, is this the last time I'm going to see this? And, and, and that's when it really hit home. Um, I will tell you that. I would characterize my experience as a really good, bad experience, meaning that it taught me a lot about myself, and friends, and family, and, and, and just you know how you carry yourself, and how people perceive you, and what you do for others, and how you treat others. Um, it really brought that all home, and it made me realize that every single interaction means something to somebody, whether or not you realize it at that moment. And that was kind of the cool thing of going through the whole process. Is people will come up to you and say, "Hey, Dan, remember when we did this? Or you remember when you told me that? You know, that meant a lot to me. Or that, you know, that changed my life. Believe it or not." And how lucky am I that you're it.
0: here today to tell this story?
1: Uh, how lucky am I that I'm, I'm here to hang with you eating tacos in your car? That, that's <laughs> cool.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I All right. So, sorry, you, you got out. You after your experience with Gilda's Club and you know, being part of these group therapy sessions, how did you get to the next level? Uh, this yeah. administrative level.
1: Well, I, I'll tell you, James. Uh, I, I benefited so much from 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 what went on there and seeing what went on with others around me that I felt I had to get back, uh, get back to the organization. That's when I hooked up with the uh, the associate board, and the associate board is uh, a collection of uh, about fifty. Um, young adults, um, some who have a connection to cancer, others who are just looking to, uh, to give back to the community and want to get involved, and um, got involved with them. We started uh, raising money for Gilda, spreading the word of what's going on there. Uh, through the years, I chaired a number of our fundraising events, um, and kil- uh, including Gilda Plues over the years. Um, and then just kind of rose up and accepted a, a presidency position. So uh, I'm actually, I, I did two years of, of presidency a couple years ago, um, came back this last year for, for another run, and, uh, and things are going really well. Uh, thank goodness we got such a, a great, talented group of people um, who are very passionate about what they do, and, uh, as well as very effective. So we're having a
0: great year. I love the idea of people taking care of each other. Absolutely. Emotionally. Mm-hmm. So uh, congratulations on the work that you do and the impact you're making.
1: Yeah, it's huge. It, it really is. Um, it, it fills uh, it fills a, a niche out there that, that not many organizations do. Um, and, and, again, that, that's what makes Giles' Club uh, unique and very special.
0: Uh, I'll tell you, as we read the headlines, as we... Watch what's going on in the world in Chicago. It does seem like the world is burning in a fiery blaze right now. So it's Mm -hmm. nice to hear positive messages coming from darkness.
1: Absolutely. Because, oh,
0: my God, I feel beaten down by the world. But Hearing your story goes a long way.
1: Yeah, you know what I I, I do appreciate that, and, and you know what my story is is one of of thousands of stories, um, and, and stories that are, are being created every single day. You know, I, I think I think about this a lot, especially you know when I go from my my checkups at Northwestern, when I walk out that, that doctor's door, and and you know what I, I've just gotten a, a pass for the next six months. I'm looking at people who are being told they have cancer that day you know they're they're minutes away from hearing that news and and that just really strikes me in and in a really weird way i mean i you know it, 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 that's why i continue doing what i do because every single day new people are finding out for the first time they're being diagnosed with cancer and they're feeling the way that i felt
0: when that doctor walked in that room yeah. and chris you're in the back seat so hearing the same stories i'm hearing what do you think when you hear all this i i i get i'm getting chills i i have a lot of emotions as i'm listening to these stories
3: um i i just i i think what they're doing is is a wonderful thing i think uh absolutely people people need emotional and spiritual support um you know like like um like dan was saying you know they 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 essentially the doctors let them worry about the body but you know um the, the the other support that's required out there i mean it's uh, you know the it's the whole person right i mean it's not just uh you know doing a surgery and removing something it's just making that person feel like a like you know, part of the human race again and you know and that's it's it's just um you know we we can count ourselves uh very fortunate you know that uh that that we we uh, didn't have to go through any of that situation that uh Dan and the rest of the folks out there had to go through so we're at
0: Lazo's Tacos. I feel weird asking someone who had a colon cancer diagnosis to eat spicy Mexican food. I mean, like, <laughs> um,
1: James, here's a little secret you don't know about me yet, but I don't have a colon.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's, let's let's do this thing. <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> let's eat. All right, so uh, Dan, you and I both got chicken tacos. The pollo. Yeah, uh, it, it looks delicious. And Chris, you went steak. I sure did. And as I was waiting for you guys, I got an horchata. I love horchata. The, the big, like, rice milk. It tastes like rice pudding in a cup. The horchata, I have to say, was super good and refreshing.
1: I had a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, too. <laughs> good taco.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, you guys were in no hurry to leave. These you your margaritas. You're like, we're good. Yeah, well, they, this is the big time. Good. Can we do the interview at the bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We we were prepping. We mm-hmm. <laughs> do on carne. <laughs> All right, so tell me what's going to happen. We're going to hear from King and Cash, fifty percent. Uh, but tell me what else is happening at Gilda Palooza as we dine.
1: Well, James, I, you know what? I, I was I was speaking with somebody today, and we started looking back on it, and uh, we're guessing this might be our, our eighth edition of, of Gilda Palooza. And uh, it's really evolved over the years into um, really what is one of our biggest events of the year. This is our second, uh, our second year at Columbia Yacht Club, uh, working with, uh, with Nick Phillip and, and the great staff over there. Um, we're, uh, we're on the aft deck of the boat. If you're familiar with Columbia Yacht Club, it's a floating in uh, DuSable Harbor. Mm-hmm. We're on the aft deck. It's an outdoor venue. Um, it is covered with, with a giant corporate tent. Um, however, it, you know, it, it just it, it's the, the backdrop with the city there. We have three bands, um, King and Cash included, uh, John Vincent, Pistols at Dawn. Uh, three bands. All the food and and drink you can uh, you can you can consume, uh, and it's for uh, fifty five dollars in advance, sixty five at the door. And and that, uh, that includes food and drink. It does. It's, yeah,
0: it's a pretty sweet deal.
1: Um, it, it's a fantastic deal, and uh, and like I say, it, it's a great, great event. Um, we're looking to uh, to attract uh, three to four hundred people. Um, don't tell Nick Phillip at Columbia Yacht Club. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we, we've got uh, we've got some incredible corporate sponsors this year. Um, certainly uh, Columbia Yacht Club, but also Goose Island. Uh, Sysmex, Midwest Diagnostics, uh, Aerial uh, Investments, uh, the John Walter Family Foundation, uh, among uh, many other uh, corporate sponsors. Great. Um, People really just stepping up to support what we're doing, uh, which makes me feel so good. I mean, mean, that really just validates everything.
0: Oh, it has to. Looking back on your time from Diagnosis on Forward, is there something you wish someone had told you? as you entered or started this journey um you know what i tell people a lot um
1: if you're not feeling right something just doesn't feel right go to the doctor okay i you know that that's really what it comes down to um i can't
0: we hear that all the time people are stubborn
1: yeah and and you know what and and i'm a guy and i'm an idiot um (laughs) You know, so, a certain person. Uh, you know what? I, there'll be lots of people who tell you that too, um, but really, I, I, I probably waited too long, mm-hmm. and, and certainly it, it exasperated uh, everything. But um, the fact of the matter is, um, I had I had stage four cancer, which kills a lot of people, and, and you know, it, it was just a matter of time, and, and, and I would have been dead. Um so
0: 37 years old. Yeah,
1: yeah. Figure that out. Um Yeah. Uh I and you know what? I, I there's no family history. I tried to blame my family. Um had a boy. There was just no blame to go around. It was it was very unfortunate. Um no, but it, it is what it is. And, and and like I say, um, you know, the kids are getting diagnosed with this stuff. So it, it's I've definitely feel it's something in the food it's the steroids it's the colorings whatever it is um, it's not the, it's not doing us right so not feeling well go see a doctor and uh, and get it looked at because uh, yeah it, it saved my life for sure
0: That's to keep you from eating but I, I am very interested in your journey and your experience mm-hmm. can you remember a story of someone who you encountered at the club someone who came to you for advice Something that touched you in a way, or in a memorable way.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, really, lots of them. Uh, we, we'd be, We need more tacos for sure. Uh, but there was. Uh, there was. Uh, we can make that happen, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We can make it rain tacos yeah. here. I think Letters. I could yell at our waitress from here. We're we'll parked <laughs> right out front. Um, but yeah, there was. Uh, there was a woman named Joan, and uh, Joan w- was in my support group. And uh, and she was there right when I when I got in, and I was going through chemo, and I was doing a lot of complaining. I mean, I was feeling bad. Uh, James, I, I chemo, I lost uh, I lost 35 pounds right out of the gate. Yeah, it was it was a rough rough ride. And uh, I'm uh, I'm in my group, and I'm kind of bitching and moaning. And uh, Joan is uh, is seated across from me, and uh, and and she says to me, she goes, oh, Well, I'm in chemotherapy, and I like it. And I'm like, <laughs> whatever, Joan, you're nuts. Um, she's like, no. She goes, as long as I'm in chemotherapy, I know that I'm alive. And I'll be in chemotherapy for the rest of my life. And I was okay. like, wow, okay. Um, you got a point, Joan. Um, so at, at that point, uh, I kind of dried my tears and uh, and I quit whining. Um, Joan ended up, uh, she ended up taking a turn for the worse, Uh um, not too long after and uh, she was in hospice and I got a call from her family and and Joan really wanted to see me so I went out to Park Ridge um she w- she was in her house and you know she's in bed in the middle of the room and the family's all around and all the gold and the trinkets are all laid yeah. out because she's divvying everything up because yeah. you know the end is near and um I walked in, and, and Joan and I sat, and we spoke for about two and a half hours. And all the family members left the room, and, and Joan and I just talked and talked and talked and talked. And that night, Joan died. And her family, I went, went to the funeral, and they were like, you know what? Joan really admired you. You really helped Joan through a lot. And she wanted nothing more than, you know, to see you before she died. And I was like, "No, Joan helped me out. Right. Joan, yeah, Joan put it all in perspective for me. And you know, I'd never really realized, you know, what, what the deal was there. And uh, and you know, I, I spent uh, I spent two of you know Joan's last eight hours on this face of this earth. Um, her and I spent it together before she died. And uh, man, I you know I'll, I'll never forget Joan. Man, she was uh, she was, uh, she, was a, she was a great lady." I, I love that woman. I, you know, I can honestly say I love that woman.
0: So, uh, please, eat your taco. Yeah. No, the I way I try it. to do this, I try to eat as the other person is talking. It's, it's a give and take. Try to keep oh, okay. it going so you can enjoy your food. Um, so, someone gets diagnosed mm-hmm. today, tomorrow, next week, someone who's listening. What's your best advice? Just to avoid the the cycle of depression or to lessen the cycle of depression or despair.
1: Um You know what, if you let it, cancer will take everything from you. It will take your your, your time, your your, your mental health, it will take your life, your money, everything. It will take it all away. You can't let it do that. Um, You need to uh, step up and you need to manage what you can. So that means managing your doctors, managing your medicine, go getting a second opinion. Go get a third opinion. You know, if that's what it takes. If you don't like your doctors, fire them. Go get some other doctors. You're um, in charge. Yeah, you know, take charge of, of your of your prognosis. Take charge of your treatment. Um, keep keep that in your possession because that's one of the few things that you can control. Um, and then realize that you know what you're going to feel like crap. I mean, you're essentially getting pumped with, with, with poison, and, and it's designed to kill, to kill. Um, and they give you just as much that you can stomach and right. that you can take without without actually dying. So, you know, again, you really need to to stay on top of things. Um, if you have questions for your doctors, you sit your doctors down. you got to manage them, too. These are all people that are on your team. They're on your payroll. They work for you. If you're not getting the love from your team, replace those team members.
0: Well said. Um, all right. Yeah. Keep, keep eating. Uh, Chris, see, here's the deal. You're performing at Gilda Palooza as Johnny Cash. It seemed like a great opportunity to have a live backseat performance. In the Mazda 3. How often have you played in the backseat of a car, would you say?
3: Um, never. This will be the first time.
0: A landmark occasion. And I kind of... <laughs> that was a loaded question. I think I knew the answer before I asked it. Um, do you feel... Can you play some cash songs in the backseat?
3: Well, it's kind of small back here. Um, oh! My guitar is really huge. Uh, it's, it's its about, uh, you know five feet long and you know we'll have to roll the window down and get the neck out and i think no i'm just kidding it's it's a regular guitar well, i think we could manage something
0: i think maybe dan and i will watch from outside the car we'll record from outside so we can move the passenger seat up i've got this whole thing down <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, i've, I've yeah, had a do. few
0: performances in here i've got this figured out kind of all right uh, so we'll do it but i've had the blues in the back seat i've had uh, punk rock in the back seat nice and now we're going to have some classic Excellent, classic American music. Yeah, Johnny Cash. God uh, we'll bless still, Johnny Cash. For real. Before we you know make that transition, tell me what what compelled you to basically take on the role of Johnny Cash. I mean, what? as a musician, I mean you you have lots of options. I could start a band. I could be a singer songwriter. You said, you know what? I got this Cash thing down.
3: Well, uh, I was in a band for about uh, twelve or thirteen years. Uh, we mostly played a. Uh folk music. Um, our background is uh, is Croatian, and we, we, we essentially played uh, folk not, music. Not
0: what I'd expect going into this Johnny Cash conversation. <laughs> oh, okay. The Croatian background.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, essentially, my brother as well, he, he had a band. Uh, my brother, a.k.a. Um, Elvis Presley, um, he essentially um, he he was in a band as well, and um, he is the one he is the originator of, of this show, but before this actually became a show, uh, he started doing uh, Elvis... Shows on his own, so he uh, he had a friend at a wedding who asked him if he could uh, do an Elvis show, and he said, "Yeah, sure, let me try it and he got a suit and went to the wedding and did his Elvis show, and they loved it, and then people kept asking him to play their private parties and whatnot and so he you know he he would be doing these shows um you know pretty frequently, yeah maybe you know a couple of months or so like that so then one day he came over to the house and uh, I was just I had my guitar, and I was just strumming around and i was singing like uh i think it was ring of fire or folsom prison or I, one of the songs and he goes you know you should come uh play with me you know we'll we'll make a show out of it you know i said well i don't really I uh, kind of you know uh he said no 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 just just try it out see if you like it and you know maybe he's like i'm sure the crowd will like it i mean you know it's uh johnny cash it's, it's pretty popular you know elvis is popular as well and so essentially the, the it was just him and i we started doing the show and um eventually we you know we got a couple other performers as well you know we got a jerry lee lewis uh aka killer and we have a uh, dolly parton uh she's she's wonderful she's from nashville she um, well she lives in nashville let's say but um, um she's really good she does like you know loretta lynn patsy klein all kinds of different i mean the sh- it's the show's got so much variety you know it's it's just really really good i think um i think you guys will be, be real happy with us um so yeah, it's it's good. I mean come check us out at April Ribfest. We're playing um, we are playing July first, uh, between six PM and eight PM. So And then of course at Gildapalooza. And at Gildapalooza, absolutely. So what is it that you personally like about
0: Johnny Cash? I mean I I love Johnny Cash, I have my own reasons. What 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 is it that draws you to his music?
3: Uh, you know, I, I, I like uh, I like the darkness. Um, the darkness there's there's a certain darkness. To Johnny Cash, there's uh, no 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 beating around the bush. There's there's songs about you know pain, and there's songs about the songs are real. They're they're you know they 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 speak to me. They're they're um, you know it's it's just it, it's just and people appreciate that type of honesty. I think I, I know I appreciate it. You know that life isn't all you know um, you know roses and you know there's there's every, everybody has a little bit of pain in their lives. Every single person, you know. And, you know, if we can, part of the reason we do the show is because of that. We don't we don't get, you know, we can't quit our day jobs. You know, this is just something we do, it. you know, when we get a chance. And we, we obviously, but, but people enjoy it. If, we, if I can take away, if I can sing you a song and you like that song and you sing along with me and, and and I can get rid of that, whatever your pain is, it doesn't matter what, for five minutes or for three minutes or however long, it's way worth it to me. So...
0: See, and you hit on a couple things that I I think of when I think of Johnny Cash. You mentioned the darkness, but to me, you you talked about how real the songs are. Johnny Cash songs, to me, the lyrics, always had a certain vulnerability. Even when he was at his, like, most badass, you know, talking about, you know, shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Folsom Prison is a song about despair. Right. It's a song about him saying, this is it. This is where I'm going to be the rest of my life. People out there are having a great time. I Screwed Myself. Right. I mean, all those songs, 25 Minutes to Go, another song like that. I mean, even Jackson, uh, This the duet he does with uh, June Carter. Right. I mean, it's about him trying to puff up what a, what a man he is, but really it's raging insecurity through the entire song. So the, there, there are those sides to each of his lyrics that I find so interesting.
3: Right, right. And everybody, um, and the best part about it is, you know no one's perfect uh everybody makes mistakes that's just the way it is i've made tons of mistakes you know and and, and it's just and, and that. i made a mistake not getting a third taco uh, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Could well, use another yeah, margarita <laughs> <laughs> yeah now we're talking but uh <laughs> yeah so i mean it, you know it uh it's just it's, it's it's I love doing it. it's great stuff. I mean it's it's just uh, pe- people like I mean you know it's just uh it's a it's a good show. You guys will see it'll it'll be fun. Good
0: Looking show. forward to it. All right, so guys, I'm going to hit pause. The next thing the listeners will hear will be you, Chris, as Cash, in the backseat of my car performing live. Okay. This backseat gets all the wrong kind of action. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, <man>. <laughs> 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 love The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I feel for you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns the ring of fire the ring of fire all right a deal there it is <claps> nicely done oh thanks thanks i'm having Thank for doing uh, that i'm a uh
3: Having a little, uh, I'm hitting the seat back here a little bit with my hands.
2: <laughs> but that's all right. No big deal. That is a thing that happens. Sorry about that. No, no, it's okay. No but big deal. What I love,
0: you're doing Ring of Fire as like a fire truck's going by in Western.
2: Yeah, it was Was it a
3: fire truck or an ambulance or something? It's
0: some emergency vehicle, but it seemed like art imitating
3: life or vice versa as that was happening. So super cool. There you go. There you go. All yeah, right, why don't you pack dope. your
0: guitar away. We'll invite Dan back in the car.
3: All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, so we did a little shuffle. Dan's back in the car. Sorry, we, we had to kick you out. There was truly no room. Oh, that's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. But you're watching outside. You're taking in, you know, it's a summer night. Yeah. Uh, taking in
1: Chicago. Yeah, it was. It really wasn't so bad. Uh, almost got mugged, but that's okay. For so, a good cause.
0: For, and the good cause is Gilda Palooza. Really, the reason why we're parked out here on Western Avenue, the reason why Chris is performing songs in the back seat of my car, the reason why you are here talking is because of Gilda Palooza, which, again, is... Palooza, July 7th, Columbia Yacht
1: Club, 7 p.m., three bands, all the food and drink you can consume, uh, $55 in advance, 65 at the door. You buy tickets at uh, www.gildasclubchicago.org, and just go to the events page and uh, purchase tickets there, or you can purchase them at the door as well.
0: Fantastic. Uh, and Chris, for uh, King & Cash to keep up on you guys, do you have a website?
3: Yep, it's uh, kingandcash.com, uh, uh, cash with a K, so king with a K, cash with a K, uh, and it, you'll see uh, all of our uh, events coming up. Our, our next event will be Naperville Rip Fest, um, and that's July 1st, Friday, July 1st, uh, between 6 and 8 p.m.
0: Fantastic. Guys, thank you for doing this. Thank you, thank you, for, you having for having us, James. Uh, uh, you know, I hope the event's a big success, obviously, but it, the work that Gilda's Club is doing, it really, it, it means a lot, and... Uh, I, I hope it continues to be this safe place for people who have cancer.
1: It means a lot to a lot of people, James. And, and thanks to you for uh, allowing us to uh, to spread the word and to, uh, to promote Gildapalooza. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic event. Please come on out and, uh, and support our mission. Uh, we need your help we couldn't do what uh what we do without you guys so uh thanks to uh to chris and and john vincent and and pistols at dawn and all of our sponsors and, and james uh thanks to you and can we go for ice cream next
0: <laughs> I have no yeah. room
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys might want one of those adult milkshakes i think <laughs> <laughs> something with rum perhaps uh, yeah maybe yeah. you're right. <laughs>